to Proverbs, if you would, uh, chapter 23. I'm going to I'm going to quote what we quoted Sunday. Uh, Proverbs chapter 23. You know this verse very well, but we're going to turn there anyway, because it's the first one. But Bill Johnson, he's a he's a big preacher out in California. Uh, he's he's kind of the head of the presence movement. Everything that, you know, Word of Faith has a has a key focus and then there's the worship uh, uh, focus. Well, Bethel has a presence focus. They're after the presence. And so my take on all of these is we need all of them. I wouldn't say you needed to just camp on one and exclude the others because you found such glory in one. I think we need all of them. We need to worship. We need the presence. We need the word of faith. We need the gifts of the spirit. But uh, everybody wants to just say, well, this is the only thing that's good and everything else is not good. But Bill Johnson said, I cannot afford to have a thought. I cannot afford to have a thought in my head about me, about me. Say that about me. I cannot afford to have a thought in my head about me that is not his, that is not God. So the question is, is where are we going in 24? That's what that's the question on all of us. It's not like I, I, I'm special. I don't need to know that. Yes, you do, because we're all putting our pants on one leg at a time and we all need to know what's happening in 24. Is is there more in 24? Is there is it different? Well, I can tell you we used to have little pithy sayings. I've said all of them. It'll be fine in 99. I remember that or everything's divine in 99 and and uh, it'll be heaven in 11 and, and stuff like that. Well, all of that's true. People told me somebody told me the other day said, yeah, last year was the year of Jubilee. Well, honeypot, every year is the year of Jubilee since Jesus showed up. We're, we, we're not waiting on anything to have the Jubilee. The overflow is everywhere all the time. But uh, where are we going? Well, if you ask where you're going, then you demand. It demands to know how to get there. Does that make sense? Say, well, we're, so we're going to take off and, and take a trip tomorrow. Where are you going? Well, here's where we're going. Well, how are you going to get there? My family thinks I'm a little off, but they did anyway, so it's, it didn't take an adjustment. That we're not flying. Why don't you fly? Who would drive 965 miles? It's none of your business. We, we don't want to fly. We want to take all our clothes. We want to take the whole closet. There's a rod in there that's four and a half feet long. We want it all filled up. <laughs> no, not really. But, you know, you got to drive to Birmingham and get on the bird. And then you got to get off in Lubbock and drive down to Gaines County on or get off the bird. And then you got no car when you get there. And it's like, I think I'll drive. So anyway, that's my point is, is how are you going to get there? You, where you're going determines how you're going to get there. And we need to know some things about 24. When do y'all amen? Do y'all, if we break for snacks, is that when y'all amen? <laughs> so it says in Proverbs 23, verse 7, it says, for, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So he, being a man, we could say, for as a man, as a woman, as anybody, thinks in their heart, as they think, as they think, as they ration things out in their, in their heart, as they put things together in the heart, that's how it will turn out. Well, I thought God was in control. Well, you, you missed thought. 
Because the Bible says, as you think in your heart, as you pray out the plans, that's how it's going to go. Is that right? As you sow, as you sow, if you don't sow, it's going to go different than if you're liberal and generous. It's going to be different. Amen. I just, I don't need much help. So, so let's, let me just put a little Michael Billings in this verse and say, say this. I'm going to add to it. For exactly and in the same measure as a man thinketh. For exactly and in the same exact measure as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he in every part and every endeavor of his life. In other words, one equals one. It's just like, well, are you sure? Yes. As you think is how it is. As you think how it is. If you think we're, gonna, we're going through hard times, buckle down, baby. You're, it's, it's, you better save back some beans because you're going through some hard times. If you think, I'm never going to have hard times. He fed the widow woman in the Old Testament. He fed, he, he, he fed them all. He fed them all. He, he, there was a miracle back then, and those are Old Testament folks. They're not even born again. Well, how much more is he going to feed you and me? Take care of us. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread, the word says. That's Old Testament. Uh, so for exactly and in the same measure as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he in every part and endeavor in his life. I think that doesn't take away from the scripture. It's kind of the amplified, amplified. So what does that mean? We've got to think better if we want to have better. If you don't want to have better, if you want to just operate on old 2023 thinking, or maybe in 23 you thought on old 2019 thinking. Maybe you didn't even upgrade to the new thinking last year, and it, it was tough. It was hard. Well, we need to upgrade to the new kind of thinking. Well, the new kind of thinking is the Word of God. That, that's, that's the thing. We're not talking about a newfangled software that came out. We're talking about we're going to see more and see better. Because revelation is progressive, isn't it? The more you see, the more you can see. The more you have, the more you can have. The more you do, the more you can do. Uh, if we go to, we won't go there tonight, but we might, we might before the end of the year. But in Matthew 25, Jesus, the Lord Jesus himself says, to him who hath shall come abundance. Oh, what did I do? Did I chop that up? He that hath shall have. Oh, I got I to gotta look at it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here it is right here. I got it. I got it. Don't, don't look for it. Forever to everyone that hath shall be given and he shall have abundance. Thank you. You go, no, socialism says he that has a bunch should give it all away and have the same. That's not what the B-I-B-L-E says. If you, and you go, well, why isn't God working in, in the Philippines and in Vietnam and, and uh, Laos? And why isn't he working in those poor countries? Because he doesn't work where there's lack. He works where there's faith. Come on. You go, that doesn't seem fair. That, that is the rules of the road. And he got to make the rules. 
Now, before he made the rules, he could make any rule. But once he made the rules and wrote them down, that is the rules. He's not, there's no changeio. There's not a model change that's coming up in 24 or 25. This is the final version. So, to him that hath, more shall be given, and he shall have an abundance. So we got to get a half in our life. And he that hath not, even that which he think he hath, shall be taken away. He'll lose it. Oh, you mean what little I have could, could you're on your way. Honey, you're, if you are a hath not, you are on your way to losing it all. And the way you'll have enough is just scratching it out. You'll just claw and scratch and, and you'll be under the curse. That's the words of the Lord Jesus. So, you know, you can take it up with him if that's not suiting you. Hallelujah. So uh, uh, Romans seven nineteen. Remember, Paul said he said, for the good that I would do not. Excuse me, for the good that I would, I do not. Like what? He said, yeah, what I want to do, I do not do. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Wow. The Apostle Paul. So everybody struggles or everybody fights temptation. Are y'all nodding your head? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. All of us do. No, nobody's so pure in here that you go, I, I, I got the two blue, blue stars on my, on, and the two gold stars. I, I passed every test and I don't do. Yes, you do. We're all tempted. Right there, you missed the humility test. <laughs> So in Jeremiah 29, 11, y'all know that scripture. So I'm going to read it in, uh, in, uh, in Jeremiah. I'm going to read it and, and no need in turning there because I got lots of places for y'all to go tonight. And the clock is on speed dial. 29, 11, he says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Isn't that handy that the Lord knows what he's thinking? You go, well, that's automatic. No, there's a lot of people don't know what they're thinking. They're thinking fearful and poverty and lacking and sick things, and they don't even know it. You, you say, why are you saying that? I'm not saying that. I'm in faith. No, you're not. Your mouth is telling all. So he said, I know. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Then he tells us what he's thinking. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So as God thinks in his heart, so is he. So what are you thinking, Lord? Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. One version says a future and a hope. And then I looked it up in the, the new living, new living. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not disaster. To give you a future and a hope. So here you would see that God's on our side. Troubles everywhere, but God's on our side. Who cares? Who gives a rip about the devil? Who cares about what man says or thinks? We got God. We, we, the greater one. And he's just not out there somewhere wandering around. He's inside. Greater is he that is inside. And so it's like, this is a good deal. Why didn't we know this? Why didn't we live like this? Uh, turn to Hebrews chapter 12, please. I want you to, I have just, just a, a 50 or 60 scriptures here, so we'll, we'll sail through them. Set your alarm clock. 
I think church should be fun. I just love church. I just love church. Get to go with my best girl and get to come here and see y'all. It's just a blast. Hebrews 12, verse 1. The second part of verse 1, but we'll read it all. Uh, chapter 12. Yeah, here it is. Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And here it is right here, the last part. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Here the Bible, the Bible says that there's a race set before you and me. A race. A race is something that, that, is, that you start, you pursue the, and you pursue the end of it. In other words, to finish the race. To finish the race. And they have rules about the race. You can't cross across the track. If it's, a, if it's a relay, you can't get halfway across and say, look at me and go across the track and win. You have to go around the circle, don't you? You have to, you have to race lawfully, the word says. And so, but there's a course that you and I set. If the Lord has thoughts for you for good, maybe his thoughts for good are on your race or on your course or on your journey. Maybe we're all made different. And he said he set the members in the body severally as it has pleased him. Maybe he's the, the God that's in control is in control of showering good into your path. Maybe that's the part that God's in control is that he's always putting good in our path. There's always good in our path. Just when you say nobody knows where I am and nobody knows that I'm hurting and nobody knows that nobody cares. And then God. He just shows up with somebody or something and you go, well, where'd that happen? I didn't know God had a thought about me. He didn't whisper about it. He didn't send me an email. He didn't. And there he was. I'm really impressed with him. Uh, the, the Amplified says, let us run with patient endurance. Now, I'm really impressed right now. Something I found out recently is that uh, that the Lord t faith takes chaos and straightens it out. We go, where are you, Lord, in the middle of this chaos? He's never said that he would fix the chaos. He said he would bring the promise. The chaos is the part that's that we're saying, gosh, why is this happening to me? It doesn't matter. We're going to the end. By his stripes, I was healed. Amen. That's the end. Well, how come these symptoms and how come the doctor and how come I'm having trouble? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it does not matter. Faith straightens it all out and brings the promise at the end. Everybody like, well, I want a smooth trip. Well, <laughs> whoo, you got to wait till heaven to get that. There's no trouble in heaven. The Amplified says, uh, let us run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence. That sounds like faith, doesn't it? You just got to stay steady. What are you steady for? To let this thing play out. To let the promise play out. It's still rough. It's still chaotic. It's still confusing. It's still going the wrong way. It doesn't matter. My faith is bringing the promise. The end is all I care about. The trouble in between is just the world. And the Lord 
is bringing me the end of the promise. I'm telling you, that now that'll, that'll straighten out your wagon wheels and get you to the other side. Hallelujah. Uh, the appointed, here he says, the appointed course of the race that is set before us. So, like, what does that mean? Well, there's a journey, there's a, there's a something in your life, depending on what your parents did, who you married, who you unmarried, or where you lived, or whatever. All sorts of factors are in our life, but the course stays the same. So the course isn't based on whether you lived in Missouri or not. Well, I failed the Lord. I didn't live in Missouri. That wasn't a part of it. It's what we do with the word of God in our faith, wherever we are. He will, he will direct you to where he wants you to be. But if we resist, he doesn't say, I'm through with that. He'll just work with you. Plan B is never as good as plan A. But you can get there. But sometimes you've got to go around the mountain again. Anybody in here ever been around the mountain where we saw, I saw, the, I saw plan A as I was going around plan B. And it was not that fun. But nevertheless, uh, looking away from all that will distract to Jesus. Looking away. He said, when you're on this course, you're looking away from all that would distract. Looking at Jesus. So through the journey, through the faith walk, we got to keep our eyes on him because he's the only one that's made it through the storm. We hadn't made it through the storm, but he'll lead us through the storm. Amen. Well, maybe I ought to do this and do that. Well, that's, ask Abraham about that. That didn't work out so well. Just stay steady. Just keep your eyes on Jesus. Well, it's been a long time. It may be that you lost your focus for three or six months or something, and you're like not counting that against yourself. Get back in faith. Get back in faith. Say, here's the promise. Here's the promise. The promise didn't diminish. It didn't go away while I was off. I'm going to get going again. Uh, I'm still talking about 2024. The name of my message is the exponential of your potential. I got the best titles of anybody. Uh, people everywhere try to steal my titles, but I got the best titles. Well, what's in the middle may not be, but I got the best titles. Hallelujah. So Second uh, Corinthians 10.4. Are you there? Slip over there. Second Corinthians 10.4, just so you can get those crinkly pages loosened up. Second Corinthians 10, verse 4. Look what it says. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So right there, everybody wants to go into Spiritual warfare mode. The weapons of our warfare. But that's not what it says. He said, but mighty through God. To what? To the pulling down of strongholds. Well, what is a stronghold? Nobody looks that up. Nobody looks up with the word stronghold. But the word stronghold means, if you look it up, it means a castle where people go to be secure. Well, when we're afraid, we, we back off into something that's not faith. We back off away from Jesus because it's hard and those people are mean and the symptoms hurt and I don't have any money. And so we back up and go and it develops a stronghold where, where we don't, every time something comes up, we back into a stronghold. He said those things got to be cast down. And I'm here to tell you this evening that uh, the 2023 20, thoughts that are held in strongholds of thinking... Got to go. 
You got to change your mind. You got to change your mind. As a man, as a woman thinks in their heart, that's how it's going to turn out. In 2023, you you laid there, you petted it, you you said this is good. This is good. It's Jesus likes this. Jesus didn't like it. But he doesn't wham anybody for doing stuff that's not good, does he? Hey, did y'all hear that? He doesn't wham anybody when we mess up and bat us around and say, quit that, quit that. That's terrible. He doesn't do it. He leaves us alone. And then Holy Spirit convicts us if we're listening and says, let's not do that again. Y'all know how it works. We're in, a, we're in a spirit kingdom. We're in a spirit kingdom. We're not in a rigid law-based kingdom. Do this or else. It's not that way. You can do anything you want to. You can drink all night. You can drug all day. You can smoke all afternoon. You can do anything. And the Lord will not smite you. But the law of sow you seed time and sow seed time and harvest will definitely grab you and throw you in the clinky dink. <laughs> you, you, you. There is a consequence, but God's not the consequence. I gotta go. I gotta go. Okay. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. So it sounds like. We could be taken over by strongholds, secure places where we shrink back. Remember Hebrews says we're not those that shrink back. That where you shrink back and, and you shrink back so often and so regular that you make a doctrine about it. That you say, well, this is what God's told me. And it's not what God told you. It's just your stronghold. And we got to get up at 24 and say enough of that. Enough of this being weak. Enough of this of not confessing the word, but confessing how I feel. And I, I can say anything. I, I, had a, I had a kinfolk that says, I'm old enough to say whatever I want. I said, well, ma'am, I didn't say it to her, but it's like, you can say whatever you want, but nobody has to like it. It doesn't matter how ancient you are. There's 12 people at her funeral saying whatever she wants. Hallelujah. Well, that was that was extra for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. So the word tells us that we need to overthrow and destroy mental strongholds, strongholds that are in our life that hold us back. You go, well, how will I know you hear the word? You're hearing the word tonight. You can go home and do nothing about it. Whew. God won't get you, but you won't grow. You'll go into 24 with 23 or 22 thinking, and you'll have those results. When, when the times that we're in right now before the return of Jesus, they're compressed. There's more going on right now than ever before because of the times we're in. Back in the 40s and the 50s, do whatever you want. It didn't matter. Not too much. You couldn't mess up. You couldn't get much ahead. You couldn't get behind. But now, these are tentative times. And there's consequences for living against the tentative times, the things where God is saying, I need everybody to gather around and get in one accord and pull this wagon of revival through to the end. 
That's what I, I believe he's saying. He's not mean. He's not mad. He's just saying, giddy up. He said, I've been equipping you. You're ready. You got it. There's nothing else to be done. You, you can't, I can't teach you more until you do what you do know. You all know that's a big principle. You can't learn how to do more until you've, learned, until you've applied what you've learned already. So he does that. So 2023 20, thoughts held in strongholds, whether it's lack, whether it's sickness, with the chronic, whether it's relationships, got to go. You go, well, what will happen if it doesn't? You'll just miss the good stuff. That's all. The good stuff is for those that paid up, paid the price, got their faith in order, got the, got the what the Hebrews said, weights and sins, got them off, dealt with them. Went to people and said, would you forgive me? Dealt with things in their lives that are habits that they go, well, you know, this isn't so bad. And you tolerate it. You just put up with it. And then it gets a little, it gets a little, it starts crawling up your leg a little bit and, and getting a hold of, of you. And you go, well, this is out of, this is out of order. Well, then you can't do anything about it. It's a stronghold. And you've got to go in there and rip it out. And it's not fun. There's no easy way out. Everything is hard in front of you if you're, if you're a slacker. If, you, if you've not been keeping up, you're behind. You can catch up, but you're going to have to pay a price. What's the price? Get in the word. Get in prayer. Get rid of sins and weights. But we can do it because that's what we do. I said, that's what we do. If you're a parent, and I've been dealing with this from my parents and everything, you just got, you just got to let it go. Well, I wish I'd have done better. Well, I do too. I did, but I, I think I was walking in the light that I had. I should have had more light, no doubt. Should have read more books or should have, should have done something. But you got to walk away from it. You just got to say the grace of God was there for me when I was growing up, and I grew up, you know, whatever, however you grew up, walking to school uphill in the snow, both ways, barefoot. You know, however, you, however your story plays, you just got to say, I made it, and we did. Come on, tell, help me. I did. I did. I made it. I made it. We're here. We're here. So you just got to, we, we've been trying to help our kids. And I am, I am the, the crown jewel of helping your kids and, and just it didn't work out because I didn't do it God's way. I'm just telling you how it is. Well, just let go of it. Just repent of it one time. One time. Put the blood on it and then walk away because it's encumbering you. It's holding you back. And then just be a testimony. Just be the shiniest star they've ever seen. My mama casts out devils. If you come in the house and you got devils, she's, you're going to go away a little lighter. <laughs> or whatever. You do, we just, we, we got to give ourselves to the kingdom and let our testimony do the work. Because that's what the word says works. And if they say, hey, daddy, I, I, how does this work? Then you're ready. The door opens, you're ready, you walk in. But until then, just live a, an amazing life. Okay, 
Okay, this same, this uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 5 says, inasmuch as we refute arguments, we refute, what does the Bible say? We refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets it up against the true knowledge of God. Sounds like feisty Christians. I ain't putting up with this. Don't tell me anymore that God's in control and, and that you, you're living your life according to that and, and you're just fine. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me God put this sickness on me to teach me a lesson. Don't tell me that. I, do what you want, but don't tell me. And so we, what, what does it say? We refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets it up against the true knowledge of God. We refute it. No. And we save some. They don't want to be wrong. And we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ. Sounds like 24 is going to be a giddy up year. We're going to top it off. We're going to top it off. We're, go we're there. We're okay. But we're going to top it. We're not going to slap back and say... Whoo, that was a toughie. 23, I believe I'm going to slide through 24. You'll slide right out that, the back end. This is the year to, to stand fast in the liberty whereby the Lord Jesus Christ has made us free. So Romans 12, 2, what does it say? It says, be ye transformed. Be ye transformed. Point to yourself with me and say it. Be ye transformed. That's the command of the Lord. If you want to think right so you can live right and live the best life, you're going to have to be transformed. Amen. Your thinking is stinking. It's foul. Because we put up with it. That's the only reason it's foul is because we put up with it. Well, this is okay. It's not so bad. It's better than them and better than them. That, see, we're relatively speaking. And so I wrote it down. I'm going to go right to it. I've, I've got this... In case they cut me off in the mic, in case the sound man cuts me off. Uh, uh, we're not having better than the other years next year. That's not enough to say, well, 24 is going to be better than 23. That's not enough. Listen to me. We're not going to have we're not going to have a year that's just better than these folks or those folks. My book about Finish Strong mean, says the winner doesn't pay any attention to who the other runners are. He runs his race. He, he, and he starts his race finishing. If you can't find the end when you start, you're going to be you're going to be watching the others finish before you do. You have to finish at the beginning. So 24, you gotta, you gotta start the 24th set. Bless God, demons are afraid of me and I will be healthy this year and I will have plenty and my seed is going up. I have more seed and if I don't have more seed, I'm gonna sow more seed. I'm gonna find it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna and I'm going to, I'm going to be, whatever, whatever that means, you're going to, you, 24, you're going to be a little feisty. 
You're going to be transformed in your thinking and you're not putting up with it. Uh, uh, we are going to please God. Now, this is the vision. This is the plan. We're going to please God with our bought with a price life. The word says we're bought with a price that we're what? Not our own. So to act like you own and you make decisions and you get to choose is contrary to the contract. We are bought with a price. The contract was is he bought us off the cell, the sin block from the devil and purchased us and we're his. And if he says, I want you to be fiery in 24, we. I'm on it. Well, that's what he's saying. Now, you you go find out what he's saying to you, but that's what he's saying to me. And, you know, what he says to me, I usually disperse it. Hallelujah. So I got to quit here, but I'm real enamored, as the men know, that I'm real enamored by uh, the elite military forces that the United States has. We have several branches. We have the Green Beret. We have the Army Rangers. We have the uh, Navy SEAL. Uh, there's another one I don't usually remember. But anyway, they, uh, they go through training. And they're all carnal. You know, if they're born again, it's incidental. It's not because they're born again or not. They just sign up. They sign up. And there's an attrition rate of 97%. Uh, half of them, 50% of them, don't even make it through the physical. The initial physical. To even go to the next step. But out of that 50%, they go on and they drop out and they drop out. And what this, we'll just take the Navy SEALs, for example. What's so important to the SEAL unit is that there's no failure or no weakness in the unit. That when they all move as one man into any situation, they can count on this man and this man. He won't flinch. He won't fall out. He won't have a nervous breakdown. And so to get those numbers so that there's no failure in there, they, during these tremendous trials, especially hell week, where they only get five and a half hours of sleep in five days. Uh, I'm cranky as a bear after if I don't sleep good the first night. So I can, you know, I'm, so I'm no, not me. But anyway, they, uh, so they're, they're in this cold water. They're swimming long nights. It's just a, it's the most arduous physical uh, rigor that's on the planet. And then you have directors, DIs, yeah, drill instructors that are out there saying, Johnny, go ring the bell. I mean, there's just there's just eight of them out there. And he's saying, you give it up, give it up. Go ring the bell. You your sweetheart's waiting at home and mama's going to be so glad and just talk some and talk some and talk some into trying to ring out because once you ring the bell, you're done. Why would they do that? It's because they are so interested in having a, a unit that has no flaws. And they're carnal. And so they ask them. They interview them. What makes you go through this? Not just the three that, that don't ring out, but all of them. And the, 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 the statement is always 
boil down to this. I want to be changed into another man. And the scripture says in 1 Samuel 10, 6, just listen to this. Don't go there, but just listen to this. And the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee. I believe it's Saul. And thou shalt prophesy with them and shalt be turned into another man. So that's why they do it. It's, they don't make a lot of money. I mean, not, not, they make 150, 60,000. But you have to be at a certain age and you have to retire at a certain age. So it's, and they don't live long. They, they, have, they don't have a long lifestyle, because, a long lifetime. Long enough, but just, you go, why would you do it? Because they want to be changed into another man. That even, even without Jesus, there's something that's in all of us that wants to change this world and be noted that I was here and I made a difference. But it's been lost on the church. We are the, the assembly of the sluggards. Physically, but spiritually. Where church is a, is a volunteer. And people don't go to church. Well, I didn't feel like it. Oh, yeah. It's, or you wouldn't believe this, but I know this. Some people don't come because they, they know the pastor's going to know they didn't give or tithe or something. It's financial. And they don't want to come. They want to say I didn't come and then not give. That's pretty sorry. Since I'm not the judge of anything. But anyway... It's just wrong. We should be on the order and the mindset of being disciplined and held accountable to a higher bar. And that's why we have valor and virtue. But it's in the whole church. It's in the whole church. We should just say, it's Wednesday. Of course we're going to church. Of course. It's like, are we going to eat supper? Well, it's Supper time. We always eat supper at supper time. We always. And so that's what's at River Church already. But I can tell you there's going to be people come in that don't have that. And you're just going to have to shine bright. And not talk about them. Not say, well, I wonder why they didn't come. Well, they're not like you. You've had years of being changed into another man. You've had years of counting the cost and settling it in your heart, saying, is this really what I want to do, to come every week and to give every service and to serve every service and, and have a good attitude, even though I felt like thunder or something. I've only missed two services in 44 years. So when people say, well, you know, we can't come because we don't feel good, somehow that just, it's, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. I'm not bragging on me, I'm just saying. And one time when I missed, Debbie... <laughs> She was so mad at me. You sorry, booger. Get your raggedy self up and get yourself in church. Well, I was throwing up. She said, that's no excuse. Get yourself up. Clean yourself up. Get yourself in there. I, I'm not going. She's so mad at me. I'm telling you, that was my DI, that right there. Oh, yes, ma'am. Run, commandant. But uh, anyway.
We're born again with all, we're born, excuse me, we're born with all we're going to have. Five foot six, this is all I'm going to have. Short little thing, bless his heart. I have to buy the shortest pants and cut them off. Yeah. But that's how it is. I'm born with all I'm going to have. But I've been born again, and I'm limited, limitless. And so we're, gonna, we're not going to talk about, well, I, I, I grew up this way, and I don't have that, and I didn't get this, and my daddy didn't do me right, my mama didn't do We're not going to talk about your business partner that swindled you because you were ignorant or, or greedy or whatever. We're not going to talk about it. We're going to talk about Jesus changes everything, and I have a limitless life. So we're on the exponential of our potential. There's never been. So, so we're going to talk about, we have been for the last three years, talking about terms that are exponential, exceeding abundantly above all you could ask or think. We've been saying that regular because Revelation's progressive. One day it sparks and you go, I see it. One day you become a have. It's a snap over when you become a, go from a have not to a have. It's a snap over. It's revelation. It's a vision. If you don't know where you're going, you are a have not. If you don't have a vision for your life, you're a have not. So nothing's coming to you because there's nothing to fund. There's no healing coming to you because you're just going to. That, that that's really rough. I know that's really rough to say that. But it's along that line. If that's not the absolute, it's along that line. So we're, we're going to giddy up this year. We're just going to giddy up. That's all, that's all the Lord wants, and that's all I've got to deliver. I may talk about it again because I didn't get finished, but you get the point. I wrote down this, and I'm going to quit with this. 2024, the season of changed changing. The season of changed changing. We changed, and we're going to change some more. We got here by changing, but we're not changed enough. We're better than anybody we know. We could say that. We could look at other groups and say, well, they don't do this, and they don't do that, and we're better at this and better than that. And Well, yay. Well, yay. But that's not the mark. That's not the, the, that's not the, the point of victory. It's running the course and finishing the race that he set before River Church. So I gave Melissa a book this evening. I have not read it. I don't know, but it's on being translated. Well, who talks about being translated? Who talks, who talks about that? Where you're literally starting out in Columbus, Mississippi or somewhere, and it's a 76-mile trip. It's a 76 it's a 36-minute drive. <laughs> but anyway, and you just get there faster. But you saw every marker. You saw every post. You saw every tree. Nothing was missing. That's what they're doing right now. They're doing it. It's like, oh, that'd be neat. They're doing it. And they put it in a book. And I'm like, well, that's something we haven't been doing. Let's do it. Because there might be something on the other side of that 
that we want to do, but we can't see the other side until we do that. And that's the key. We have to end 23 so that we can see what's in 24. That was real good preaching, if y'all just had to know. <laughs> well, I grab hold, don't let go. Things are accelerating. That was the word of the Lord a month ago, and it's still the word of the Lord. So, Lord Jesus, we thank you for helping River Church. We really don't know what to do except just put it in D and hit the gas. So that's what we're going to do. We, help, we want you to steer for us, Lord, as we take off. You know, thank you, Lord, for helping every family financially this year. It'll be, there's more seed to have, plenty more where that came from. Thank you, Lord, for our bodies are so healed that it moves into other bodies, other people, other troubles. And it's not hard. It's not hard to get the sick healed. We, we want that. We crave that at River Church. We crave the house of healing. And we're willing to pay the price. We're, we're, we're individually, it's, we are corporately, we're going to say it until we see it. That we are a house of healing. And that Tuscaloosa comes to this house and finds their Jesus, the healer. We thank you, Lord, for a vision, a vision that, of evangelism that reaches this city. Not in conventional terms, but in supernatural terms. We want to be the Acts Church and more. And we thank you, Lord, that you're equipping each one of us to be that exactly. And we receive it as done for 24 in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right.